actually at my main um, studio here today. We had a power outage, so I am broadcasting from a remote location. Sounds pretty good. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just going to get to the best we can here. Hopefully everything will work out very, work out as well as we, it can be expected. So uh, let's uh, kind of just get into uh, some of the slides here and, um, you know, see how that see how that goes. Really just don't have a whole lot to talk about uh, today um, in terms of I got stopped out of a lot of positions, but I did make a buy in Macy's, which is interesting because that is showing some very, very good strength. Um, these are the stocks I'm currently have. I'm in Palantir, uh, Robert Half. Um, we're also in um, Berkshire B. I bought that a few weeks ago, about a week ago. Uh, we're also in... Um, Capital One Financial, uh, it's down as well. <laughs> ST Micro is down. Goldman Sachs is down, but we do have some that are up, believe it or not. And one is Trex, T-R-E-X. That is a stock that is in the building products area, which is a kind of an interesting area. It's doing well. And uh, Trex, they make plastic lumber. Um, also in um, Matson Lines, it's down as well. I got stopped out of Zim Shipping. But I did make this buy today in Macy's, so kind of interesting, kind of a grab bag. It's getting tough. Uh, you know, the market has been not as good as it's been. It's been uh, punishing a lot of the growth stocks that I like, the tech stocks. Uh, but uh, there has been um, some movement, believe it or not, into the department stores. Currently, the department stores are the number one area in the market. Um, the stock of the day is NVIDIA. We had a very nice spread trade on NVIDIA. Um, hopefully, uh, some of you got to take advantage of that that were in the Discord room. If you're interested in the Discord room, super easy to find out about that. Uh, if you're looking on TikTok, just go to my profile, click the link, scroll on down, and you'll see where you can join the Discord room. It is There is a there is a fee on it, $30 a month, but it's well worth it. Many of our people have made many more than, many more much more than that on just one trade. Also, we do have a free, uh, tr we have a free action trade alerts. Very easy to get on as well, and that is uh, you can get that on that first name, last name, and a uh, email address by going to the link on TikTok, or if you go on uh, www Dallas Trading Floor, and that's uh, right up here on the screen. Um, Want to welcome everybody on uh, LinkedIn. We're relatively new to LinkedIn, so um, hopefully you'll you'll enjoy the show. Um, you know, we basically take your questions and analyze the stocks the best we can to kind of give you ideas on buy points and uh, various other things that are coming up online. And we just uh, we just did use a new feature on uh, TikTok, and that has allowed us to uh, schedule the broadcast. It looks like a lot of people are taking advantage of that. So thank you very, very much for that. By the way, if you want to see the charts and everything, unfortunately, I, uh, I can't show the charts on TikTok. It's just due to technical uh, issues uh, with the green screen, but I can show them to you on YouTube. So it's super easy uh, to 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 get them on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So um, without further ado, let's uh, get into, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it with the stocks. All right. Um, and I have a question here. First question. And thank you very much. Um, what are your thoughts on Upstart and the buy point? Let's see if we can uh, get some information on Upstart. You know, Upstart's an interesting stock in that it is, uh, they do AI, they use AI to do loan, um, 
the to do loan analysis. So I do think it's a it's a very it's a very good area in terms of you know in the future you know looking at it. So I, I do think that it has a lot of legs on it. It's a little bit above the buy zone right now. So I kind of want to go over that with you and let's see if we can move that off of the Nvidia stock and move that over to the window here. There we go. Super. We're up now. Okay. So basically this is upstart here. We've pulled above the buy point. The buy point is 191. Now we're at 194. So we're, we're a little bit extended, a little bit out of the range, but it's, it seems like it's pulled back into the buy zone. There seems to be some, uh, there seems to be some resistance right at about 200. So the ideal buy point on this stock currently is 181. Uh, 191.80, excuse me, 191.80. It's currently at 194. So it's definitely in an area where you could buy it. So let's take a look kind of at the checklist on Upstart to kind of see kind of where it's at. And I think it's got an excellent checklist, eight out of nine of the criteria that we look at uh, for buying a stock um, that we, we have on Upstart. So let's see if I can give you a of a rundown of that and uh, see see how it's going. The only thing that's really lacking is the earnings per share. Uh, we're a little bit low on those earnings per share, um, so that's the only that's the only thing here. It passes on every other criteria. Let's go over a look at the weekly chart just really quickly, just to kind of get an idea. Um, you know, we are going to be coming through earnings uh, on um, October twenty eighth, so. Uh, we're a little bit out from that. They just they just went through earnings. The earnings were up tremendously. Sales were up almost a thousand percent, which is incredible. But what's even more incredible, of course, is the amount of uh, profit that they had. So I definitely think you've got a green line on this one. Um, uh, um, I guess it's Eric Garcia. I think you definitely have a green line on this one. You definitely can move into it now. You got to be a little bit concerned by one other thing. Uh, is that it, it? It it is right after earnings, but I think this is a good time to possibly wade into it right now. And this is a good thing in terms of the areas of the market. The finance consumer loans area is one of the best areas in the market right now. So Upstart is in that area, and it's definitely in there. Uh, in there. So this is an area that we want to start looking uh, to acquire in. So. The fact that uh, um, you, you're asking a question, that means you really probably know a lot about this area. This is a good area, um, and the consumer finance loans area is a definitely good place to go in. So I would say, yes, this is a buyable right at, right at this time at 194 now. So so basically, the buy point, 191. We're currently at 194. So I, you know, I wouldn't buy it too much above um, 196 or 197, but I think if you bought at this level, you probably would be rewarded because it does look very, very good on that. So thanks for that question. Very, very good. Hi, Jim. Um, what do you think about KHC? Let's look at KHC really quickly. And there we go. KHC. Pulling that up on the screen right now. Let's see if I can get the full screen on that. There we go. KHC, Kraft Heinz. Um, this is definitely a defensive stock. Um, typically, you'll see uh, interest in the consumer products area when the, the market is uncertain. And right now, the market is a little bit uncertain. I mean, I have to say, I've been buying, you know, very odd things. Uh, and, you know, I bought Macy's this morning. Uh, I bought uh, Matson Lines, which is a shipping company. Uh, very unusual for me. Uh, and Kraft Heinz definitely would fall into that category. But unfortunately, I don't think that 
Kraft Heinz right now is in a is in a good um, is in a good trend. I'm showing you the weekly chart here, and there's definitely a downward trend on that. So let's look at the daily chart to see kind of if uh, that yet yeah, continues over. Yeah, and and unfortunately right now I just can't recommend um, uh, Kraft Heinz uh, because it's below the the 200-day uh, moving average. Just not a good idea to buy stocks below the 200-day moving average. It just tends to be very difficult uh below the 200 day moving average you know it's uh it, it's just it's just not a not a good setup at all so i would be i would be a little bit careful here um and i don't think i would put uh craft heinz unfortunately into the buy zone here um but uh let's look at dlc uh, to see if that might work for us as well so let's see if we can get dlc in here Did I get the right one? DLO, I'm sorry. Excuse me, DLO. Go. All right. And that's, uh, I'm not familiar with DioCal Limited. It's a Uruguay-based company. How interesting. Okay, this is based in South America. You know, there is one really great stock that is a South American stock that I want to point, point out. It's called Mercado Libre. Free trade in Spanish, I guess. My Spanish is horrible. Um, but, and, I, and I apologize to anybody out there that Spanish is their first language. And I'm mangling it. But a Mercado Libre, very, very good stock. It's kind of like the Amazon of South America. Just kind of want to point that, point that one out. This is a, um, th this is a Uruguay-based stock. Um, I don't really see anything ex extremely fun, uh, uh, extremely uh, intriguing here. It's a finance company, credit card company. Currently 62.66 on the price. Um, it's a little bit of decline on the daily chart. Let's see on the weekly chart. Yeah, this is okay, but uh, it's just not an area of the market that I want to be in. The uh, sector of the market that it's in, the credit card bar, uh, sector, 151 out of 197. So not really kind of what I want to want to look at. Of course, it's a it's an IPO. Uh, there's been a lot of IPO actions uh, this year. A lot of people have rushed to get IPOs out into the market. But uh, I, I just think you got to wait to let this one percolate a little bit. I think you got to wait a little bit on this one because I do think it's uh, not at the right, uh, not at the right level really right now to, um, to buy. So uh, here's what I would say. Um, you know, neither of these I'm really excited about. Uh, Kraft Heinz is below the 200 day line. So I probably would wait on that one. And uh, Diocal, um, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's just too early of a stock. It's a it's an IPO, and uh, IPOs can be very tough. And so in that in that sense, probably a, uh, kind of a thumbs down on both of them, unfortunately. So sorry about that. Um, let's look at uh, PayPal, PayPal, and oh, um, SCVL. Let's look at PayPal first. You know, I, I've been a big fan of PayPal, um, and I've owned it. Uh, I just don't have it currently right now. Uh, but I uh, kind of want to um, show you the, the chart action that I have on PayPal. I, I've put in here this little this little um, uh, boxing here. And really what this is saying is that I do think we're going to start to see this turn upwards. This is basically the channel that I've put in here. It's pulled back down to the bottom of the channel, and I do think we will see it probably move um, move higher now that earnings are over with. Not not a particularly um, stellar, not a particularly stellar uh, earnings season, but not bad. 
uh, sales were up 19% and uh, profits were up 7%. So that's a good thing uh, when, it, when it comes to this kind of business, but it's a slowing of earnings. So I am not as... Uh, I'm not as uh, as 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 uh, psyched as I once was. I just want to kind of look at the the checklist on this one. You know, it's just not. It's 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 starting to wane a little bit on there. It's a 55 checklist. I do think that there's better merchandise out there right now. I do like the company. If you're up on this one, I'd hold it. I wouldn't sell it off. But I don't think this is necessarily the best entry for this one. I'd be a little bit careful on this. Um, I'd be a little bit careful uh, on this one, uh, so I probably would not be acquiring it. I don't even I don't even think I would add if I had uh, if I had shares in this one. So I would be a little bit more careful on that. Uh, SCVL, let's look at that. And there we go. All right, and that of course is Shoe Carnival. Now, interestingly enough, I had a nice spread trade on Shoe Carnival. We did okay on that, and now it's started. It's continuing back up. You know, it's funny. These retail stocks just seem to be doing well. And why that is? Hey, I don't know why Shoe Carnival would be doing good. As a matter of fact, but I'm probably going to be going to Shoe Carnival here today. I have to get some new uh, flip flops. My mine are kind of, kind of, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of in need of replacement, shall we say? But Shoe Carnival is a good thing for that. For some reason, they do really well. I still can't figure it out, but uh, you know we're definitely through earnings. We're, we're coming, but we're coming up on earnings in six days, so there is a little bit of earnings risk. Here's the thing, everybody. Just wanted to tell you, um, in this market, and matter of fact, in most markets, we don't want to be holding into earnings unless we're up about ten percent. So, if we're up ten percent on the stock, then I think we can hold into earnings. If we hold through earnings and we're less than ten percent up, we can get some nasty surprises to the downside. It's happened to me a million times, more times than I would like to admit. It's happened to me. I thought, oh no, I, I'm not going to get hurt. I'm up on the stock going into earnings, and then boom, I get hit. So earnings are in six days. It's not a good time to initiate a new position here. But if you want to um, put it on a watch list and see how it does, goes through earnings. If this thing gaps up after earnings, which it looks kind of like it might do based on this chart here, I mean, there is a buy point on this. Um, and, you know, the, and the buy point on the consolidation basis, a third stage consolidation basis is about – is about thirty nine ninety, so about so so about forty dollars a share. Currently, it's at about thirty six. I do believe that if we come through if we come through earnings and earnings are good on Shoe Carnival, I think it's a buy, and I definitely you want to buy it if you can under forty dollars. I think this I think this has some very good legs on it. Just want to kind of show you the monthly chart here. As you can see, we're getting to new higher highs. This is a very very interesting. As, you know, I'm going to put that right there. So you, you see we're new hires, hires going all the way back to 2003. So Shoe Carnival, for whatever reason, I certainly don't know, but it is doing very well. And you don't want to buy it into earnings, though. That's key. You don't want to buy it into earnings. Wait till it comes through earnings and then buy it, preferably below $40, because that's about the buy point is about $40. It's going to hit some resistance at about 40 but above 40, I think it might be a very nice acquisition. So I really appreciate, uh, Fadi, you bringing this up. Uh, I think it's a good, I, I think that's a really, really good bet. So here's my, here's, here's my take on that. Shoe Carnival, yes. PayPal, watch list. So, uh, but don't buy Shoe Carnival immediately. Wait for six days. It's going to come through earnings. If the earnings are good and it, and it gaps up, 
then you want to buy it. That's exactly what I did with Macy's today. I want to kind of show you that. Macy's had some very, very good earnings, and it gapped up. So let me kind of show you that um, that situation here. This is this is what happened to me on uh, on Macy's. Uh, we you know we had some excellent earnings. We had some ex uh, you know we had some excellent earnings. So this is why I bought it. We had abnormally high. Um, we had we had abnormally high volume, and of course we had that volume spike. Currently, Macy's today is uh, this the volume is up almost a thousand percent, so it's about a tenfold increase in terms of the volume. Shoe Carnival may do the same thing in six days. You want to put it on your watch list because that might be a very very good opportunity. For some reason, retail is doing well, and Shoe Carnival definitely is a leader. So, I definitely appreciate um, you bringing up that. I think that's a great uh, that, that's a great uh, point. Okay, let's see. Hi, Jim. Uh, how do you trade stocks uh, with <laughs> with a big gap between the current price and the analyst price target? For example, uh, apps trading under <laughs> three hundred fifty uh, un, under um, fifty dollars of the target of eighty to eighty to one um, eighty to one thirty. Very 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 good question. Here's the thing about here's the thing about the analysts. You, you you have to take you have to take what they're saying kind of with a grain of salt. And and I, I know that is tough because you think, well, they, they rated it so well, you know, obviously they know more about it than I do. Well, don't, don't bet on that. <laughs> don't bet on that because many, many times analysts are trying to CYA because they got into the stock late. It got ahead of them. They didn't read the technicals, right? And so now they're kind of trying to backtrack and backfill and see if they can, um, you know, and see if they can say something that that will that will cover their ass. I mean, to, um, to, to be to be honest, let's look at uh, let's look at apps digital turbine. Um, this is the reversal line. I've drawn it in here, and and, and since since basically March, uh, digital turbine has been in a downward trend. Okay, and that's just the, that's just the long and the short of it. It's been in a downward trend. It is still in a downward trend, and it is way lower than the um two the then the then the 200-day moving average that's right here i'm going to mark that with a with with a little red ink there so you can see it's way below that so the question is what's what's going to happen is it going to continue to pull back well absolutely it probably is and here's why because if you look at this carefully you can see you can draw a line here from where it started this run to here we've done a round trip so I do suspect we're going to see some 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 um, on a technical basis. I do think we're going to see some support at about 42. Currently, it's about 47. It's in a downward trend. So be very very careful buying this right now. Uh, you don't. This is one of the reasons you don't want to buy in a downward trend. You just don't want to buy in a downward trend because what happens is when a stock gets into a downward trend like that, it continues many times to go lower. So we have to be careful on that and and not uh in, and not do that so right now i would say you know don't look at the analysts if this thing reverses maybe we can get back into it but i wouldn't buy this until it reverses and the reversal line on this at least from my calculation is uh, for apps is uh, is is about 70. so it's going to have to turn around and come all the way up to 70 before i'd even consider buying it so that's a pretty tough that that's 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 a, that's a pretty tough row so right now, I don't think you can buy apps. Unfortunately, it's just not at a place that you can buy. All right, let's uh, thank you, everyone, for taking a look on TikTok. 
Um, what do you think about, uh, let's see, I'm looking at, um, okay, sir, uh, what will be the next Bitcoin target? Very good question. Um, let's take, you know, here with Bitcoin, I do use a proxy for that. Thank you for bringing that up. You know, and it's, it, uh, and, and that is the GBTC. So what is the GBTC? Well, the GBTC, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, is a ETF which tracks the price of Bitcoin. Now, because Bitcoin is not a stock, obviously, um, it, it's, it's, it, it's different. You know, you, you can't really predict it. You can't use the same predictive method, methods that you would uh, if you were using, um, if you're using stocks. So what we do is we use a proxy for that, and that is the GBTC. Now, interestingly enough, uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust has turned positive and is uh, and is still right at the that right at the 200-day line, so it does look it does look right now that Bitcoin is bullish, which is amazing because I was afraid the other day it was trading between 30,000 and 40,000 that was going to fall below 30,000, and that would have signaled um, a retreat all the way down to 12,000. That's not the case. It moved above 49,000, so it is now in it is potentially in a range now that we could possibly um you know that 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 we that that we could that we could possibly uh to buy it so let's take a look at the chart for bdc uh for the bitcoin and let's put that up here just looking at that now and we're going to switch over to that chart hold on there we go and currently, you know, Bitcoin is, you know, at 46,707. So it, it, there definitely is, um, for Bitcoin, there definitely is some, some pressure. There, there's, a, there's a ceiling at about 49 to 50,000 to the dollar. But it's still doing very, very well uh, right now, much better than I expected it to. But, of course, we've had a political change in the last few days. So a lot of people may be seeking refuge there right now um in turkey uh there the bitcoin is is proving to be people are trying to get out of the turkish lira it's collapsing and uh, bitcoin seems to be providing that uh, that um that refuge so currently 46707 uh it is it's pulled back a little bit but it looks like it's moving moving up i could see possibly buying it here uh, in holding it, but I would be, I'd be a little bit, I do think that we're going to see a little bit of a ceiling at about 49. We'll, we'll see. And then of course, on the downside, the, the, the floor is about 30,000. So currently, uh, Bitcoin seems to be in a range from about 30,000 to, uh, uh, 30,000 to, to one, one Bitcoin to 30,000 to 49,000 to one Bitcoin. So that kind of seems to be the, um, you know, the general, um, you know, the, the general range here. So um, with Bitcoin, um, I do think that, you know, a little bit safer way to play Bitcoin would be with the GBTC. I want to kind of kind of show you that uh, that chart here. This is a this is an exchange. The, the reason I like the GBTC is it's an exchange traded fund. So it trades kind of like a stock and it allows you to use your regular brokerage account to buy this. Definitely on an upward trend right now, it's moved beyond the 200 day line. I'm probably in the next few weeks, um, week or two, I'm probably going to start wading back into the GBTC. I haven't had it for a while. Uh, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust um, 
holds about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. So that's why I use it as a proxy for Bitcoin. That's a really good question, and I really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Next question up here. Um, thoughts on X? Okay, X, of course, is U.S. Steel. And uh, the top performers in this area have been MT uh, and uh, Cleveland Cliffs. Uh, but but X is showing very nice, a very nice, um, you know, is, is showing is showing some nice action here. Um, the buy point on it is uh, 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 twenty eight seventy nine um, seventy nine. So we're I think we're right below that now. Twenty eight seventy nine is the buy point. We're currently at twenty seven forty in after hours. We just went after hours here. So right now it's pulled back just a tad. You can buy U.S. Steel. U.S. Steel right now is in a buy. Point. And the interesting thing about this area is that steel producers are number two. It's the number two category right now after department store retail. Now I bought Macy's this morning. This might be a bad. This not might not be a bad um, a bad one to buy uh, X. And uh, of course, it it basically has an excellent checklist. The only thing it fails on, of course, is the earnings per share. But everything else is looking quite good. It's in a top sector, so. Believe it or not, people are acquiring this stock. I definitely think you can buy X here, and um, I, I think it, I think it's potentially very good. As the movement continues out of some of the growth stocks into some of the more interest rate sensitive stocks, this one is probably a winner. Now, here's the thing: there's a lot of there's a lot of cash out there right now, and a lot of the cash is looking for um, looking for earnings, and right now. The earnings from uh, stocks like U.S. Steel have been very, you know, have been getting getting much better. Now, currently, U.S. Steel is losing a dollar and twenty six cents per share, but it does look like, at least based on the, uh, at least on the earnings that they came through, their their uh, their earnings were up. So this is this is an exciting thing. Their sales were up one hundred forty percent, but their profits, and this is the key, up two hundred and twenty eight percent. So. There is a movement back into some of these uh, infrastructure stocks like U.S. Steel, and this does look very, very good um, for that. So uh, I definitely think we're in a situation here where, you know, you definitely could go into U.S. Steel at this price. So this is not a bad one. Now, if you do go into U.S. Steel, we're right after earnings. This is always a good time to buy a stock if the earnings have been good. And the earnings have for U.S. Steel X have been very good. So this is a good time possibly to buy uh, a steel stock, believe it or not. And I, I don't normally recommend uh, stocks like this. I haven't really traded a lot of them in my career. Um, but right now, X looks very good. And I really appreciate that uh, that comment because, you know, we're seeing opportunities, but we're seeing them in the kind of the areas that, you know, before we really didn't, we didn't really see a lot of the opportunities in these areas, but now we're starting to see some. So let's take a look at the next question. And that is WMT. Of course, that is Walmart stores. So let's look at Walmart, WMT, of course. And I believe this is the biggest employer in like about 30 or 40 states in this country. Hard to believe. I'm going to go here to the daily chart and let's pull this up. And I think we're in a buy zone too. It's kind of amazing. Uh, there is a lot of rotation going on in the market um, because normally, you know, we just wouldn't have as much of a um, 
bunch of interest in, in, in a lot of these stocks, but we're seeing a lot of interest in stocks like Walmart. So let me just take a look at this quickly at the chart. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, super easy to get onto the site to see the charts that I'm showing. All you have to do is go to the um, the uh, go to my profile, click the link, and you'll see a thing called Beacons. And just scroll down, and at the bottom of the page is where the live feed from YouTube is playing. Also, if you want to get on the Action Trade Alerts, super easy to do. First and last name and a email address. Anyways, for for Walmart, here we go. We are definitely below the buy zone. The buy zone on this um, is uh, is a, is a little bit higher up here, uh, and uh, it is it is running. It's a consolidation base basically at 153. Right now we're at 150, so we're a little bit below that. We're a little bit below the proper buy point on Walmart. So here's the thing. I would probably go a little bit slow in Walmart right now, even though it does look like they had some excellent earnings. So we may see a nice bounce up. We're, we're seeing a little bit of a pullback after hours. The thing to see is tomorrow is if Walmart trades up. If it does, then I think we might want to start getting in. You don't want to come in with a full position, possibly a half position. Now, here's what I mean by a full position and a half position. Uh, if you have a portfolio, let's say it's worth $8,000, you divide that by eight. So think of, your, think of your portfolio as a pizza. And with the pizza, there are maybe eight slices. You don't want to go in with any more than one full pizza slice at a time. So that's how you properly size your position. So if Walmart is selling for one uh, one fifty, for instance, we want to go in. Uh, we want to buy the number of shares that's equal to one eighth of your portfolio. So if your portfolio is eight thousand dollars, and you have a thousand dollars worth of of uh, of uh, position there. Then you would take a thousand, you divide it by one fifty, and that would give you the number of shares that you should appropriately buy. So if I had an eight thousand dollar portfolio, I probably would not buy any more than um, uh, any 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 more than about six um, shares of Walmart at a time. Why? Because that's one full position. And when you buy that, when you buy those shares, make sure that you put in a stop loss. Try to put it in seven percent below where you bought it. That way, the most you can possibly lose, even if you lose, uh, even if the even if the um, uh, even if you're stopped out of that position, is one percent of your total portfolio amount. So that's one of the things. That's why reason. That's what they call position trading. Remember, eight full positions in every portfolio. You don't want to go in with any more than one full position at a time. So whatever, however much that one position is worth in terms of shares, that's how much you want to buy. And remember, um, the total value is the value of your portfolio divided by eight. That's one full position, and there's eight full positions in every um, in, in every portfolio. Okay, uh, let's look at Amazon. Uh, and this is a question that's coming from TikTok. So I want to put that up there. Amazon, A-M-Z-N is the symbol. There we go. Let's see if that comes up. And that's another retail stock. You know, I had a spread on Amazon, and for some reason, it just hasn't worked out as well as I would have liked to have seen it happen. Currently, Amazon is trading after hours at 3189.36, which is up just about 5.5%, not a whole lot. Um, it's still in a buy zone, but it, it just there's a lot of resistance at about thirty uh, at, at at about uh, thirty seven seventy three. 
I would take a kind of a wait-see attitude on this one. I don't know. Uh, it, Amazon has been having a little bit of difficulty in the last few, uh, you know, in, 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 in the last few months. I mean, we did have earnings and there was a, there was a drop off on earnings. We're, we're well below the buy zone on this one right now for Amazon. I would just, I would just kind of avoid Amazon right now uh, just because I think it's pulling back. So I want to, you know, we want to try to look to buy this when it's moving higher. So that's a very, very key thing. We want to be careful about, um, about, uh, uh, looking at, at a stock like Amazon. We want to buy it as it's moving up. Currently, it's not. So I would be a little bit careful regarding Amazon. It's a very expensive stock, so uh, this might be a better options play than, than, uh, than others. So I would, I would not recommend Amazon at this time. Uh, so let's see. Uh, let me get to another question here. I didn't answer everyone's NVM. That's interesting. I don't know this one, G N M N V N. So let me take a look at it. Oops. N V M. Okay, that's not, not working out for us. What are we going to see there? N V M I. Excuse me. N V M I. All right. Let's see what happens here. There we go. Nova Limited. I'm not familiar with this stock. Uh, it looks like a drug, yeah, Israeli producer of um, dimensional and uh, metrology solutions. Okay, so this is a semiconductor industry. Don't have, I mean, this is sort of would trade, I suppose, kind of like an applied materials or an ASML or some other company like that. Um, it's not a bad looking chart. Um, it's right now with a cup with handle looking like it, it may shoot up a, a little bit, a, a, a little bit here. I would be a little bit, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think this is still a watch list. Well, it's, no, it's got a very, very good checklist, 98. So could you start nibbling here? Well, yes, I think you probably could. Um, I, and it does look like it's changing course. So I definitely think you could probably start building a position here. Here's the thing about this. I do like this area a lot, um, even though right now it's 155 out of 197. So not not doing as well as we would like in terms of uh, the position in the stock market. So right now there is an issue. The one issue that I have with this, the chart looks good, the company looks good, everything looks good, but I don't like the um, I don't like the um, uh, position that it's in in the overall market. This is not an area that right now is it's 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 an area that has underperforming chip equipment area. So I think you got to be a little bit careful with this. We just came through earnings. Sales were up um, 56% and profits were up 88%. So that's excellent. Um, but I think you got to be careful here. If you did start to buy here, I'd be very careful. I'd only buy a quarter position and see how it performs. So interesting, Jeet. Thank you for that. Um, that one was not on my radar. So, um, you know, I, I didn't uh, have as much information in that as I normally do. On um, you know on on some of my on on some of my uh, some of my buys there, but thank you for that. That's uh, interesting. But I if I did buy this one, I think you could start making. Um, I think you could start moving into it, but I'd be very very careful and probably only going with a quarter position. Um, your stops are set at what percent loss? Very very good question. Thank you very much for that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I always tell everybody. To do there's 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 a lot of different ways to shut stops. It's kind of sort of an art form. But when you're starting out, 
and you buy a stock, let's say you buy a stock for a 100, you want to set that stock, that stop loss immediately at 93. And I tell you why, because that's 7% down. So here's why you do it that way. Remember, I'm talking about uh, position trading. So let's say we have a portfolio that's worth $8,000. If we divide that by eight, that gives us eight different positions, basically like pizza slices. Just think about them like pizza slices. Okay, so if we, if we, if we only invest one position, or, or basically one-eighth of the, our total value of our portfolio, and we put a limit on it at 7% below where we bought it, our total exposure to the total value of the portfolio, if we're stopped out at 7% below, is 1%. So we never want to lose any more than about 1% on any one, any one stock trade. So that's the reason why you want to, when you buy a stock initially, put that stop loss in at 7% down from where you bought it. So the easy way to figure that out, of course, is to take the number that you bought it out, multiply it times 0.93. That will give you a number. That's where you put your stop loss. Now, um, when you get a little bit better at this, you can move it up. I typically like to set my top stop losses even tighter, typically at 3 to 4 to 5%. Why do I do it like this? Because if I'm not right, I want to get out. I want to create that right entry. Right now, it's a tougher market to trade because uh, it's 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 a lot more uh, it's it, it's a lot more unforgiving in terms of how you get in. So, set your stop losses at a maximum of of seven percent down from where you bought it. The easy way, of course, to do that is to calculate it is take the number that you take the number that you bought the share at, multiply it times 0.93. That will give you a number. That number you, sh you should use for your stop loss. That is a great great question. Thank you for 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 putting it out there. All right, um, let's look at Zillow. And of course, you know, Zillow is an interesting company because they're sort of, uh, you know, they've sort of gotten into the business of, um, you know, of doing, um, uh, you know, of, of really doing flipping, home flipping. So they're coming in and they're actually buying, they're looking at it and they're buying, they're buying um, houses, uh, you know, kind of, you know, almost sight unseen based on their algorithm. I don't know if this is, uh, in the long term is a good strategy, but at least that's a strategy they've been using. Here's the chart for Zillow. As you can see, it has been since, since really, um, you know, since, since about uh, uh, the end of the, the beginning of March, it's sort of been in this downward trend. And this is, this is what's happening for all of, you know, many of the um, this is what's been happening for many of the growth stocks. They've been in these downward trends. So, you know, I want to see it, it, it move higher before I'm interested in buying. It's currently below the black line there. That black line represents the 200-day moving average. So this is not a stock we probably want to buy right now. It did just go through earnings. It had some very nice earnings. Uh, the sales were up uh, significantly, and the profits, that's the most important thing, were up tremendously because they're buying and flipping houses. But don't be fooled because it's not necessarily the profits that push the stock higher. Now, this one may go higher tomorrow, but based on the after-hours action, I'm not seeing it. So I'd be a little bit careful here. I definitely would put this on the watch list because this thing can move higher. It's in a, it's in a good area, internet content area, 18 out of 197, so I'm liking that. But I think we have to be a little bit careful because it is not there there are some other ones that might be a little bit better than this. The checklist is only 56. So I, I would like to see a little bit stronger checklist here. Here's what I would do. I would see how it opens tomorrow. 
if it opens up, then I possibly would go in with a hat with a quarter position. I wouldn't go in with too much more than that because we just don't know how it's going to trade. So that's kind of my concern there on that. Okay, let's look at, uh, let's see. Oh, thank you, Crocs. All right. And of course, you know, I had Nike and did very, very well with it. Crocs, of course, is the um, uh, the company that makes the plastic shoes that I can, I'm amazed that they, they do so well with those, but they do. And they have a very profitable company. And a lot of people really, really like Crocs. Now that said, its stock is extended. It's, it's fairly, it's, it's, it's quite, quite extended off of its proper buy point. The flat base proper buy point is basically at 109.91. Currently, the stock is at 139. So here's the thing with Crocs. Even though this is a great stock and they've had great earnings, you don't want to buy it at this point because it's extended. What do I mean by extended? Well, when a stock is extended, what will happen is if it, get, if, it, if it gets into a problem where it can't move higher, it will pull back and it'll pull back to its floor. Uh, I mean, it'll pull back to the buy point and the buy point on this is 109. Currently, it's at 139. So you, 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 if, you not buy, if you buy it at this level, even though it's a good stock, you risk it moving back to about 109 very quickly. So I would be very careful with this stock um, based on the chart action I'm seeing. But it has gone through earnings. It's done well. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's got a great product. The thing, we, what you've got to wait for, and this is, this is really the hardest thing to do when you're, when you're buying stocks. You've got to wait for the right moment to buy it. It's not just enough to buy a morning stock. You've got, to, you've got to buy it as it's making its move higher. Currently, it has made a move higher, which is good, but it's extended from the 109 buy point. So we want to be very careful about acquiring it at this level. So here's what I would do. I would hold, um, I would put this one on the watch list, see how it trades, see if it forms another base, such as a cup, a cup with handle, or other base like that, and see if we can find a, a secondary buy point right now. I don't think you want to buy Crocs just because of the chart action. The stock is doing well. It's very profitable, but it's not at the right place to buy it at this level. So I would be very careful with Crocs. I would put it on, but I would I would continue to watch this one. It may take several weeks. I mean, we may have Crocs may it may take another nine, ten weeks for this to set up properly. Currently, it's extended, and I just don't think that. Buying it at this level is the best thing to do, but I really appreciate the I really appreciate the the comment. It's a good stock. You want to take, keep a watch list on this one, but it's not at a buy point right now. I bought Nvidia at uh, one fifty. Wow, I'm up 26 percent. What should I do? Congratulations, by the way. Uh, I want uh, congratulations all around. Nvidia uh, it has been um, my be one of my best stocks this year. Uh, I did uh, close a trade on it, um, um, a put spread on it this morning. But uh, congratulate yourself. That's excellent. Uh, here's what I would do with NVIDIA. Uh, let's see kind of when it, when it uh, you know, it was basically trading at 150 way back here. So you would have bought that really at the beginning of the year. Um, so and that, that's really great. So we, you've been in NVIDIA now. It looks like you've been in NVIDIA of about eight months. That's excellent. Here's what you want to do with a stock like NVIDIA. If you've been in on it, it this is the, what they call the eight-week hold rule. Okay, you're up more than 20% in 
eight weeks, it's probably a good idea to possibly sell half your position and take profits. I wouldn't sell at all because I do think it's going to move higher. But I do think that it's a good time to possibly start to take some profits. I would take 50% of my profits right now. You ought to be in for some very nice profits of, with this stock. So congratulate yourself. That is an excellent, excellent thing to do. Now, here, now that said, I've said that. Here's what I think you should do. You should probably... Um, you, you should probably sell half the position and then wait until it moves above 207.50. When it moves above 207.50, when, when, when NVIDIA moves over 207.50, that's the next buy point. The buy points happen, you know, uh, periodically. It's coming up on a buy point at 207. So here's what you want to do. Take your profits in your lower value stock. I mean, take, your, take the profits from your, one, your half of your, your 150 price. Take, take half of it. Then uh, as it comes to 207 and it's moving up nicely, buy at that level. You will have an average cost probably about 275. You'll be, you'll be set up for another really nice run here. But the next buy point on NVIDIA is 207. So that's kind of where you want to be. Now, I suspect we'll probably see 207. It'll probably won't be until probably October that we'll see that. Maybe we'll see it a little bit before. But right now, NVIDIA is set up. There is a buy point on it at 207. But if you've been in it since since 150, take half your profits now and then wait until it moves and shows strength that it's going to move even higher, then buy another half at that level. So, boy, congratulate yourself. That is an excellent, excellent, uh, excellent move on, um, on, on your shares there. All right, so let's uh, take a look at... Is Upstart a good buy? Well, it seems to be right now. It seems to be. That's the interesting thing about Upstart. Uh, pl uh, please, is it a good time to buy Tesla? Good question. You know, Tesla's been tough. I, it was my it was my number one stock last year, uh, but this year, not so much. I have not been able to trade it nearly as well as I did last year. Tesla moved up tenfold last from last year to the beginning of this year. Right now, I think you got to take a wait-see attitude on Tesla. It's pulling back after hours. There's there's definitely resistance at about 680. Um, it's just it just <laughs> it's just tough at 680. I mean, literally, what we could see with with Tesla is we could see it move potentially lower. You know, all the way down to about 480 before it bounces up. Just don't know about this. Uh, it is above the reversal line, but it is still very weak. So. I would just, I wouldn't buy it at this level and I wouldn't add at this level. And if you're down more than 7%, do consider selling it, selling, taking the loss and waiting for a better entry point because I think right now it's tough to trade Tesla. I wish it were stronger, uh, just isn't. So it's just, that's a tough, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. But right now, if you're down more than 7% on Tesla, consider selling or at least half your position and waiting for a better time. It needs to move above about uh, 680 before it's really viable. Now, I've been telling everyone, everybody says, Jim, why would you buy higher rather than lower? That's a great question. In retail, we want to always buy for that lowest price. But we're not in retail. We're buying to resell. We're trying to find the best merchandise that we can buy high and sell higher. Remember that. So. When I say that it has to move beyond a certain point, I want to buy it as it's going up. I want to buy stocks as they're going up, not as they're going down. Remember, don't catch a falling knife because that can be deadly. Try to buy a stock as it's making a new hire. That's the reason I bought Macy's this morning. Why? Because after earnings, they had great earnings. 
um, the volume was up fivefold and the price was up. Buying on breakouts like that is typically a very good strategy. Whereas we don't want to buy bargains because they can become more of bargains. And of course, you lose if they do. So be very, very careful buying stocks as they're pulling back. We want to see a stock move higher. So it's interesting. We want to buy high, sell higher. <laughs> and we, we always want to try to sell into strength. And it's, it's a tough, tough lesson to learn. Uh, but uh, so if a stock is down, everybody will say buy on the dips. Please don't buy on the dips because in that because the dips can turn into more than dips. They can turn into just an absolute retreat. So be very, very careful when you're buying as the stock is moving down. So be very, very careful of that. Um, all right. Uh, let's look at NEO. Everybody's favorite seems like is NEO. But these China stocks, especially the automobile stocks as of late, have not been performing well. So I'm going to take I'm going to go to the chart of NEO here really quick. And let's pull it up. And it is down below the 200-day moving average. Not something we want to get into right now. It's just the Chinese stocks right now are underperforming the market. You know, we have to be very careful with them. So uh, here's the thing. My advice on NEO, if you're down more than 7%, I would sell this and possibly wait for a better entry. So with NEO, I think we got to, you know, it, it's just it's just not doing as well as we would have we would have liked it. Um, all right. So. Let's go with the next question. Uh, okay. In, oh, fantastic. That's the NVIDIA question. Thank you very much for that. Oh, uh, thoughts on love. Stay with it or get out at 35. Good question. Love, of course, is um, Southwest Airlines, and it's one of the top airlines out there. But here's the problem with the airline industry. The airline industry just isn't going to be profitable probably for about another two years. I mean, this COVID thing has been absolutely a disaster for the airline industries and Boeing as well that supplies many of the planes. Tough, tough, tough time right now for that. Here's here's my here's here's my point. If you have if if you if 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 you if you were in at 35, I would consider selling at this point. You want to sell while you still have something to go. The trend of uh, Southwest Airlines currently is downward. Take your profits. You have, you know, you're you're looking at $12 a share profits. I think that's excellent. Excellent, Mikey. You know, yeah, I think it's a good. I, I, I think it's a good time to sell it. And the reason I do is because if you've been in since about thirty-five, that means that you would have bought it back way back here, basically in November of last. Basically in, yeah, at the end of October of last year, you've been with us almost a year. You have profits now. I would sell it. It's in a downward trend. I think it's just kind of good time to reallocate your money, sell it now, take your profits, and then let's find something that possibly you can make a little bit of money on. So that's my advice on that is to sell it. I think you have, you know, the fact that you're up $12 is excellent, uh, but it isn't a downward trend and it's probably going to go lower. So here's what I would do with my love stock. I would, you know, I would sell it. I would just, I would sell it. That's uh yeah, that's just this is kind of the way we've got to got to think of it. But it, you'd be be very proud of yourself. That's a very good run. You know, the fact that it's up like that is is very very good. All right, I have um, Facebook three three five puts. What's your opinion? What's today's news? I haven't really gone over the Facebook news. I wish I I was up on everything. I was having a little bit of electrical problems at my office, and unfortunately we lost power there. So I'm actually broadcasting from another location today. And so I don't have as much information. I wasn't able to follow up on everything as much as I would have liked. Currently, um, we're at 335. The question is, you, you have 330, you have 355 puts. What's your opinion? You're going to get put too. 
uh, I think you're probably going to get put to. So I would probably try to. Here's what I would do with your with your situation. If you had a spread, you could you could uh, you could go up and you could go um, uh, you you could go down. Um, you 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 could you could go. This is why I recommend not buying naked puts. I, I they're 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 a little bit more dangerous. What I would always recommend doing is doing spreads. And uh, if you're interested in the spreads, I talk a lot about them in the Discord room. You can find out about more about that at www.dallastradingfloor. Uh, we do we do spreads all the time. But we see if you had a spread, we could adjust it. Here's the thing on that: I think you might want to close yours. I think you might want to close your puts. Unfortunately, I think you might want to do that. Um, uh, but uh, you, you could probably email me. Um, yeah, try to. You, you could possibly email me with that question. Let me let me put up the address on the screen so that you can do that, and maybe I can help with that. But I do think that you're probably looking at having to close that trade. I, I you know, this is my email address, uh, Dallas Trading Floor at gmail.com if you want to uh, email with some of that information on those uh, those uh, puts for um, on those on on those puts for. Um, uh, for Facebook. All right. So I do think that you're probably going to have to close them, unfortunately. Um, all right. <laughs> Want to become famous? Buy followers. Okay. Well, that would be nice. Um, I guess I could become famous. Workhorse. Yeah, this is a blast from the past, too. Workhorse was a big, was, was, a, was a great stock last year. I don't know how well it's doing now. Um, they had, um, they were, uh, they they were they were looking at a at a deal I think with the post office I think Oshkosh got that instead so I don't think they got that uh, I don't I don't think they got that deal unfortunately um, but let me take a look at Workhorse Group yeah no it's just not looking good this is not a uh, this is this is not the kind of um, chart that you want to be taking a look at uh, this is just going lower it's below the 200 day line I think you got to bail on it. I just think you have to bail on this one, unfortunately. So sorry, sorry, sorry to give you, sorry to give you that information. Uh, but I do think it's, I don't think it's looking good for, uh, um, for workhorse. Um, all right, so let's take the next question. We're almost at the end of the hour, so. Uh, oh, Microsoft is it a buy right now? Good question. Let's look at Microsoft. Um, let's see, kind of where we're going on Microsoft. Yeah, you know what? I think I think it. You know, now normally I would say don't buy it because it's extended above the the buy point, but you know what? I Microsoft is sort of the safe harbor. It does seem to be performing very very well. Um, the last true buy point on Microsoft, basically, and I, and I was and I did buy it. I did, I sold my position, um, basically, but I bought at um, uh, I, I bought down here at two sixty three. Of course, that was the last buy point. And then when it went up 20%, I sold, taking the profits. But it just continued to go up, uh, and it's bouncing off that um, – it's bouncing off the 21-day line. Here's here's an invite, here's what I would say if you want to buy Microsoft, and I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, wait until it pulls back to about uh, 289. I don't know if it will. Uh, let's see if it – you know, it's going to probably pull back about $7. So if it pulls back about $7 to 289, I think that might be a good place. To get in, uh, I, I'm I'm very I'm very bullish about Microsoft. They have excellent earnings, and I don't think that's gonna. I think that's gonna continue at least for a while uh, with with Microsoft. They they have a lot of they have a lot of stuff going for them. So looks very strong for Microsoft. 
All right, uh, let's see. Oh, thank you, Kate. Thanks for watching too, by the way. Really appreciate it. Let's look at Intuitive Surgical ISRG. And, and the reason I, Intuitive Surgical has done so well is, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but, uh, but Intuitive Surgical it manufactures what they call the Da Vinci, um, um, the, the Da Vinci surgery robot. It's really, it's revolutionary. It basically gets in there and it actually does these incredibly complicated surgeries um, basically uh, on autopilot. It's just, it's, it's absolutely fabulous uh, device. So this is part of the reason that, that Intuitive Surgical has done it so incredibly well. I wouldn't buy it at this level because it's very, very extended. Um, you know, the last true buy point that we had on it was uh, at 893. It's at uh, 1047 right now. It's a great stock, but I just wouldn't buy it or intuitive surgical right at this level because I do think it's, it's, it's extended. I think it's a little bit too extended, but that said, I think it's a great stock. Let you got, I mean, this one, we're going to have to wait a little bit, wait for it to base. And then it, we might have a good opportunity on intuitive surgical. So right now with intuitive surgical, I think we have to be a little bit careful um, because it is extended, but it's just a great chart, but I would not recommend buying it at these levels. Okay. Well, thank you very, very much, everybody. Um, I just wanted to uh, put out there that um, we do have the, uh, we, we do have the, um, the trade alerts and they're super easy all, to get onto, onto that list. All you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor.com and uh, first and last name in there, and you will see it. Uh, let me see if I can put it up on the screen so you can take a look to kind of see what it looks like, what the website looks like anyways. It's www.dallastradingfloor.com. Let's see if that can come up there. Oh, I guess we can't get to it. Oh, well, I can't. For some reason, I can't get to it on, on the screen. But anyways, DallasTradingFloor.com and uh, to get on the action trailers. And those are free, first and last month, first and last name, and an email address. And if you do want to become part of our Discord community, that's also super easy to do. There's a button for that. It's the, I guess it's the second or third button down you want to press on that. Uh, and you'll find out about the Discord room. And if you're watching on TikTok, super easy to do. Just go to the uh, link on my profile and first and last name and an email address, and we'll get you all set up for the Discord room. So thank you, everybody. I think we may have one last question. Let's see if I can get to it. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. Please tell your friends. And by the way, we do have the, the official Dallas trading floor mug. So if you're interested in that, we have that as well. Okay. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, uh, till next time, till tomorrow, I'll be on at about two 40. Um, if you could before the show, if you could possibly write down the symbols that you want me to review, that's really helpful for me and go on the, the YouTube channel, just give me those symbols. I will review them uh, one after the other. So that would be a great thing. Uh, you know, I'll be on at 2.30 Central Time tomorrow. Uh, happy trading. And thanks, everybody, for watching. And hopefully I'll be back in the office when the power goes back on <laughs> tomorrow. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Happy trading.